1: wait hang on <laughs> babe <laughs> just babe yeah you heard me um, I, I, mean, I did babe. hit I'm pretty sure I heard you um, so I guess it is a franchise and as, as the yeah. listeners might well know if they were if they had uh, accessed our social media we are going to be pitching this week franchise reboots. That's mm. right. We're rebooting franchises that, I mean, whether they need one or not, we're going to reboot them. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, it, it's, it's true of many other franchises. Ghostbusters, for instance, did it need a reboot? Did it need another reboot? Did it need a sequel? The questions are many. Um, but to help us yeah. answer uh, the questions of, of, of why reboots and how... Um, We've we brought on Dave Bulmer, our Our, uh, our CEO, our CEO uh, yeah. our, Dave our, our CEO, Dave Bulmer, is uh, That's is on right, the show. Yeah. that's
2: right. I kind of took over as CEO of the show last time I was yes. on, didn't yeah. I? I yeah.
1: So. I'm, I'm so capacity? glad I listened to
0: that episode, like, about ten minutes before we started. So-
2: <laughs> <laughs> to, to bone up on who I am. Yeah. Continuity,
0: yeah. <laughs> How are you, Dave? I'm all right,
2: you're all right. How are you?
0: <laughs> so, the title, Babe, obviously referring to Babe the Sheep Pig and Babe Pig in the City. Oh, I love us.
2: that. I love that you called it the sheep pig. I haven't heard anyone call Babe the sheep pig since Babe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what we're all about on uh oh, you're, and this week. Uh, Continuity. Wow, you're a,
2: what a what a what a dweeb you are to know that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, that title was given to us by Reese Howell on Twitter. He found us on Twitter at Life's A Pitch Show. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Life's A Pitch Podcast. Uh, to give us a like, give us a follow, and give us your titles every week so we can pitch those movies. So, before we move on to Babe... uh we're gonna pitch some more movies. We're gonna we're gonna go through uh, a few a list of a few uh, titles people have given us. Just pitch those as well as sort of mini honourable mentions. From my waste of talent, we've got John Carpenter's Garfield.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So John Carpenter, as we know, just a massively distrustful human being. <laughs>
2: Do we? I don't know much about John Carpenter.
1: He just doesn't trust anyone.
2: He, he's not trusting in the sense that he doesn't trust other people.
1: Not that we can't trust him. I don't know about that.
0: I don't think we can. He once famously said that uh, his film They Live is a documentary. Um,
1: the two films <laughs> I, I have I have seen or at least seen most of, The Thing and They Live. Yeah. Both of them have the common theme of just... A man who can't trust anyone and doesn't know who to trust anything, and who's yeah. generally oh, just mistrusting right. and
2: yeah.
1: just everything's everything's wrong apart yeah. from like, there are about you.
2: scenarios in which you can't trust anyone. Yeah. Yes.
1: Mm. So a- and- add that to Garfield, and we've got a oh. situation. We've got a. Why? Why? Why can't we? We, we enjoy Mondays. Is Bays? Garfield really
2: who he says he is? <laughs> yeah what if he um. likes mondays <laughs> how would we ever
1: know what if Ugh. he hates lasagna
2: what if no i think that if if he hates lasagna then he's in deep he's really committed <laughs> to the deception because he eats loads of lasagna he's, loads he's i like lasagna john i really like lasagna and like whenever we go to a, a, like an italian i will have a lasagna more often than not right but I wouldn't want the amount of lasagna that Garfield eats. I think we can trust that he quite likes lasagna.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. Well, maybe that's why Gar- Garfield was put on this deep cover assignment. I to- you're going to say
2: put on this earth
1: <laughs> <laughs> to eat? To put yeah. on this earth, I mean, I think I think you're onto
2: something. I think Garfield was put on this earth to eat lasagna. I think him and his marketing would agree with that. And maybe this podcast now comes under that umbrella. That Garfield, he was. It's like he was put on Earth to eat lasagna, isn't it?
0: Well, I, I quite like that. Why has Garfield been put on Earth to eat lasagna?
1: Is is there a problem with lasagna that he's saving us from? Oh, so he's. So
2: the idea is that he will eat the world's resources of lasagna. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe, perhaps <laughs> right. Um, it is somehow sinful. Yeah. Unbeknownst to us, there is an eleventh commandment that yeah. says, "Thou shalt not eat a layer of mince meat, a layer of mince in in a sort of tomato-y gravy." That hey, you're is doing thin.
2: the you're you're doing the new English translation. In the original, it just said lasagna. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it
0: just says lasagna. Slightly
2: more obscure language, so well, yeah, that, re-
1: that it's the 11th on the commandment. context.
2: The modern English translation just yeah. explains what lasagna is, because yeah, for yes. context,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't but have like, the context of lasagna in in our society no. at the moment. The thing is, in the
0: original, it doesn't even say what to do with lasagna. It just simply says the eleventh commandment: lasagna.
2: And then, and uh, then right. it goes, and then it makes a noise like. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> but, but Moses couldn't write down it uh, uh, so he just sort of left it off.
2: yeah uh, <laughs> so, we, so uh, thus creating the exact opposite commandment to the one God was trying to communicate
1: <laughs> and so and so Garfield has been sent down as, as a kind of prophet um, yeah. on this earth. Now we've got we've, there are two ways we can bring this, okay. We can do the biblical one, of course, or yeah. The thing that Garfield can be saving us from, of course, is one of John Carpenter's favourite subjects, which is aliens. Oh, yeah, Yeah.
2: he does like an alien, doesn't he?
1: It could be that aliens are looking over Earth in a kind of, like, we know that if lasagna is left to get out of control, then it will destroy the Earth. Mm. There is something about lasagna that fundamentally multiplies and grows and gets worse if you don't continue to eat it loads. And so Garfield (laughs) is an undercover alien who is just trying to get via his friendship with one man. Mm. Trying yeah. to trying to get to bankrupt this man by just forcing him to provide most of the lasagna on Earth. Like,
0: look, John. If you don't buy me a lasagna, maybe not today. Maybe tomorrow. The whole world will be consumed by lasagna. This is my yeah. best Garfield impression. That's a very good
2: Garfield voice. <laughs> it, it's like Lorenzo Garf- music to my ears.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, Garfield does have the mannerisms of a junk carpenter. Yeah. protagonist. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: Just- true. But remember, this is a reboot.
0: You yeah, understand.
1: Yeah. We can fundamentally change this. Yeah. So my suggestion is yeah. that, akin to John Carpenter movies, we have, like you say, Garfield. Yeah. In shades and a leather jacket. Yeah. Busting into a lasagna factory to yeah. tear the bit to tear big lasagna down.
2: Now. I've just had a... What I think is a very good idea. Um, I don't know how Sorry. to fold it into this, right? What? <laughs> yeah.
0: the, the line, I came here to kick ass and eat lasagna. <laughs> and I'm done kicking ass. <laughs>
2: and, he, and just before he, he turns, kicks Odie's ass and kicks him off the table and then turns back and says, and I'm done kicking ass. Yeah. here's my idea let's see if we can fold this into this right yeah. Garfield 10 Garfield Lane the Garfield <laughs> Paradox
1: yeah.
2: right if Garfield is an alien then it's a Cloverfield situation <laughs>
1: Okay, so this is this is gonna be exec produced by J.J Abrams. Yeah. right?
2: <laughs> I mean, he's already an alien. Why not make him a big, scary alien? Why not make the whole thing found footage? of Garfield wandering around <laughs> looking for lasagna.
1: To be fair, there have been those those comics of Garfield as a as a kind of like Lovecraftian cosmic horror. Have um yeah. yes, there's 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 already internet buzz for this idea, Dave. Right, I was going to say, this if that's is... the
2: current viral if if that's the viral Garfield zeitgeist, then obviously we have to fold it in to this new
1: reboot. Mm. People are understanding Garfield as a cryptid because in many ways Garfield behaves like a cryptid. Garfield is a cat and I'm doing inverted Yes. commas um uh, for those for those you are listening at home yeah. um is a cat yeah who can speak and regularly changes the the, the actions of his quote-unquote owner yes john yes. right that is not a normal thing do you and think yet- that,
2: do you think then that john is is just a kind of avatar for garfield that garfield has created and is in control of to fool the world into thinking that he is a mere cat not a mere cat that's it's, a different thing
1: <laughs> Just a, it's, a it's very possible yeah. it's very possible and it's very possible that John at one point was a real man but oh. has been in some way affected and this could yeah. be that could be ju- the, the, the the thing of John Carpenter's um, Garfield which to say we start off with Jim Carrey playing um, John <laughs> right and, yeah. and, 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 and well he will do so for the rest of the, the, the yeah it's always the Jim Carrey um, but is it like
2: yeah. straight? Is it is it Stanley Ipkiss, Jim Carrey, or is it the mask Jim Carrey? That's the thing.
1: You'll get both. You'll get both in the end. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Once there's the twist that he's controlled by Garfield, whoa, then yeah. all bets are off. Then
1: Garfield slowly radicalizes Jim Carrey's character um, <laughs> uh, against the lasagna industry uh. to the point where, like, he is. You Wait, know, why is he
2: against the lasagna industry?
1: Because Garfield knows that lasagna is dangerous and eats it at every turn.
2: Oh, so he's only yeah. eating it to help us. He's not. Yes. He doesn't yeah, like yeah. it. Right.
1: Uh, you know, he can take pleasure in a job well done. <laughs>
2: yeah. As can we. <laughs> We're basking in one right now.
0: I really like that scene where Garfield tries to make John eat some lasagna mm. and there's like a seven minute fist fight in an alleyway
1: (laughs) where John John refuses to eat lasagna and Garfield is like eat this lasagna and then um, and, and John's like get away from me you weird cat that can talk just Pile drive each other into a, a load of trash cans, uh, and yeah, seven seven full minutes later, uh, Garfield managed to wrestle John under control. Um, that's when we recognise, you know, when we've actually seen the whole film, and we go back. That's yeah. when we recognise that the spores actually first got into John's brain. Um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and and slowly, then we start yeah. well, to see. Well, sh-
2: it's it's shortly after that because after that, after the fight ends and Garfield does convince him to eat the lasagna, you see yeah. a bit where he's going to eat the lasagna you know he's got his knife and fork going down towards the lasagna and the lasagna opens up and it's a big mouth and it grabs his arm and it rips it off and then john you know grows a new arm and it's from then on that we know he's controlled by garfield
1: yes exactly yeah yeah. yeah. garfield is saving john from the lasagna yeah but at what cost yeah yeah um and so and so that's basically the arc of, of of john carpenter's Garfield. Garfield, yeah, I like that. That was
2: good. Well, we can all enjoy a job well done, then. <laughs> we
1: can. We can all like take Garfield. pleasure, take pleasure like Garfield in a job well done.
0: <laughs> when Garfield says, "I love lasagna," it means I love eating lasagna because I know I'm doing a good job. Yeah, I community. love.
2: I will protect the human race to the end.
1: The thing, the thing we find we come to find out when we get to Garfield, of course, is that lasagna is not actually the name of. The the entity, it is a battle cry in in Garfield's people's language.
2: Uh, (laughs) Right. Whenever Garfield, who is the person that introduced us to lasagna as a culture, whenever he sees it, he shouts lasagna. Mm -hmm. But but it's like going, you know, cowabunga or something.
1: Well, so Garfield is... is, Dave, you've got to understand is that Garfield is eternal, okay? Mm -hmm. And Garfield, a long time ago, Uh um, thought that the best way to... um, to, to get rid of lasagna from this rock on which we are floating yep. was to um, convince us that the, this invasive species was, in fact, a food. And this was, this was going very well. Right? Double-edged
2: sword, because then we would eat
1: it. We ate it, and, and the, the, the lasagna population very much did drop. But, right. of course, then lasagna wised up. They're, they're, they are equally as intelligent. They created the lasagna industry. Uh-huh. And you know, other pasta products as a smokescreen, uh, but uh, in, in, in 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 Renaissance Renaissance Italy, they were they they, they very much had that mo- moment of mutation where they said, "Well, if they're going to use the humans against us, we will also use the human systems against them." And so, yeah. you know, it it it's, a, it's an eternal war. Is Garfield still a kaiju in this or not? I can't remember. He's a cryptid. I don't know about a kaiju. Right.
2: right. Well, it just depends how tall you are, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, just, just literally the difference between a cryptid and a kaiju yeah. is literally like, you must be this tall to ride. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. So from Tigerknack Glass, we've got Thomas the Tank Engine, the Fat Controller's Revenge.
2: Right. Okay. So what? revenge for what?
1: <laughs> well, he got cancelled, didn't he? <laughs>
2: Did, <laughs> did
1: he get, get cancelled
2: why what's he done why did
1: he get cancelled what's he done he bricked up a sentient being in a tunnel uh,
2: <laughs> oh yeah
1: remember we'll that do. yeah no one remember that
2: uh, he did, did yeah. that
1: and then he got cancelled for it quite rightly i yeah. would say yeah. Yeah. and then of course but he doesn't blame himself does he
2: no that's the thing he won't resign. they never do he won't resign that's they all everyone's calling for And an apology
1: <laughs> And an apology And for him to take that hat off Because he Yeah exactly Like you said Resign Because of course The hat comes with the station You have
2: to feel for him there Like I, I'm all for the fact That he did something bad And he deserves repercussions But to be fair I think the, the calls for him To take his hat off Are a bit much Because then he'll Because his name is Sir
1: Topham Hat Like if he Oof. goes around Without a top hat That's just going to be weird I mean there are repercussions To uh, your actions And being, yeah. being knighted yeah, doesn't do, it shouldn't shouldn't have an effect on that, right? No,
2: I mean it reflects poorly on the queen.
1: It also yeah. reflects uh, poorly on the entire hat, the entire hat family.
2: Yeah, yeah, they've all they've all got a different first barrel. It's a Topham hat and then some yeah. bowlery hat. I, I, I have to assume so. Yeah,
1: tell you what, if he keeps on his Twitter campaign, he's going to maybe change his name to Fedora so- soon. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should
0: open this with the police turning up at his office and going, "We want you to give away your hat, Mr. Hat." <laughs> <laughs> because of because of your crimes and and the fat controller's like, "No, you'll never
1: get me alive."
0: Yeah. And, and that's jumps the thing we don't window. we
2: we don't know what his voice is like because you only ever hear it like as <laughs> Like, through Ringo Starr repo- Yeah, reported <laughs> speech through either Ringo Starr Or the, the other narrators of Thomas So his actual voice might indeed be like Ah, you'll never take me alive <laughs>
0: Thomas, you gotta You gotta take the coal To the other side of Sodor
2: <laughs> Oh no Oh no Who's it back? It's old Gilbert <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we've got the casting sorted out
1: Sodor
2: <laughs> the <laughs> island of Sodor,
1: and of course, as we all know on on Sodor, um, the the Twitter does have police that um, oh. that will come round to your house too. Once you get cancelled in a social context, there are literal really? police just, uh, just no. on the island of <laughs> yeah. Sodor. Twitter yeah. owns
2: a police force. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sodor, right. We don't know where it is. It's not on any real map of the Earth. That's true, right? That's because it's not a fictional island. It's where you go when you're cancelled. So he was actually... (laughs) He was cancelled ages ago. And he's gone there and taken up this... He's opened a train line there. Yeah. uh, Because he wanted... I don't know. like He still wanted a position of power. He wasn't knighted for his services to trains or anything. He was just a... I don't know. He was just some sort of posh person. And then... Now he wants to be in charge of something, so he's opened the train line. Oh, I know what he did. Yeah. I know what he did. He was knighted for his services to, like you know, bringing stuff to life. And now he's on this island, and he's bringing these trains to life. He's
1: awakening, awakening inanimate uh, in objects to uh, yeah. to life, and then just treating them absolutely horribly because yeah. he's doing what he used to do. The, the, same the same stuff that he used to do back in, in Britain, yeah. but got cancelled yeah. for. The thing being, of course, that the, the, he's not called the Fat Controller as an official title. That's a disparaging name the train's give. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So
1: yeah. where do... Because he's a, so a same controlling, as, same as, a terribly controlling man. Same as Dr. Eggman. Yes, mm. yes, indeed. Thomas as the tank engine has to come into this story somewhere Obviously, we've got the backstory yeah. what's happening what does what does thomas do what i'm i'm, I'm thinking is that that thomas that our, our protagonist went with was taken in to this yeah. uh toxic environment by sir topham hat mm. because he's a, a he's an authority because he's been knighted and all that kind yeah. of thing uh, and of course it's his creator it's kind of like his dad yeah so all
2: the trains get cancelled along with the top of and hat. that's the it's annoying when a train gets cancelled. And the thing is that <laughs> <laughs> was just taking a big swig <laughs> of tea then. And the thing is because he's keeping them on this island, they don't really know what's going on in the outside world. So he can manipulate them. They just see him as the total authority on everything. It's really hard to break out of his influence if you're Thomas the Tank Engine.
1: Yes, because oh, you're yeah, on you're on rails mm. in many you're ways. There's a there's a there's a rail there's a railroad from you know uh the influence of some t- to top them yeah. hat. To, to, to yeah it's a, to di- being a, bad a person. direct
2: route from early radicalization via being a train
0: <laughs> well this is the thing i I, th- I think i think thomas should uh should make friends with a sort of secretive mechanic
1: mm-hmm. who's
0: uh who's working for the rebellion
1: yeah yeah
0: absolutely okay. and uh he's and he's like Hello there. Uh, it's it's Ringo Starr, is the voice yes. of Thomas. Yeah, uh, hello there.
2: And um, nobody else.
0: Fe- fellow <laughs> rebel. Um, I've always wanted to have legs. Could you give me legs, Whoa, please, so part- I can get off these rails? This is a side
2: of Thomas that I was unaware of. Wait a minute, there was that recent trailer, wasn't there, of the new series of Thomas the Tank Engine, and all the, like, die-hard Thomas the Tank Engine fans, this is true, are really angry about it, this is true, because in it, he moves in a more cartoon way, so he can, like, jump, or he, he's not attached to the tracks anymore. He can kind of jump and change direction and stuff, and they're, they're very cross about that. We've watched it happen before our eyes. He, he doesn't end up with legs, because that would be grotesque, but he has ended up... <laughs> But the, in the in the new series, aimed at, you know, under fives, he he just looks the same and he's got his wheels. But that is describing the reality in which, yes, someone has grafted legs, human legs, but large <laughs> ones. Strong, powerful ones. Yeah. Are they human legs or do you think, what's a more powerful no, the, they leg?
0: Are, they are like... <laughs> they are train-person-sized legs. Yeah. If, if you get what I mean. No. Basically, think...
1: Megazord
2: from right,
1: Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. That's... I mean, these are these are essentially Transformer parts. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, you're
2: picturing met- metallic legs. I was just picturing yeah. human nude <laughs> legs.
1: I mean,
0: yeah, you, we can have those as well. If, I if say you we want. do.
2: No, not as yeah, well. All right. Not yeah, as no, well. Fair. I think. I think what Thomas the Tank Engine really needs is a row of let's say <laughs> six. Human legs Three <laughs> either side How many wheels does Thomas the Tank Engine have?
1: I think it's six Oops. It might be eight
2: Let's let let's call yeah. it either of them So he's like a train caterpillar But he can rear up So he can stand on his back legs Like a human if he needs to be tall But for he's
0: anything. got more of a legs He's got more legs Like yeah. arms Yeah, no he, can't, no
2: he can't do any arm stuff He can just kick <laughs> At different heights
0: <laughs> So it's got kind of like a centipede almost. Yeah, of, just like a centipede. On its, on its back legs. Just almost. like yeah. a centipede.
2: Now Annie and Clarabel, right, is two coaches that he carries along with him. Have they got legs as well? Have they got sexy lady legs?
1: No, no. I think they're just dangling along. <laughs> they're just dragging a furrow in the, back, <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the land behind him, like a giant tail. Right. Um, and and um, I, I, would, I would like to venture. I would like to venture that up until now, none of these trains have had faces. <laughs> because this is a reboot remember right yeah. so oh this yeah is, we, we do the bit where this mysterious mechanic yeah. who uh, we haven't cast yet no. um uh by the way um no uh, is, is,
2: if we're t- th- while we're talking about casting by the way b- these because this is the movie these trains will have human faces like not yeah, not yeah. thomas the faces they'll have a human actor's face so we can cast someone who for their whole face to be the part as well, yeah. not just the voice. And
1: we and we and yeah. we've got Thomas's Ringo Starr. We've already said right. that. So, yeah, so it's Ringo, Ringo Starr Starr's is going to be played.
2: complete playing. with his mustache and beard that he has now. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And it's just stretched. It's just stretched out at oh, the yeah. sides of the oh, disc yeah, yeah, yeah. that is is Thomas's face. Yeah. And it's um, like
2: nineties, like not photoshopped. You know what I mean? Nineties yeah. CG stretched, like it's bad.
1: Yeah. And so I think possibly we have this rebellion. We find out, we discover, let's mm-hmm. say, that this rebellion is being not led by, but certainly participated in by the the scientist that actually helped Topham Hat create these living trains. Right. Right? He was sent, the entire company was sent to, to the island of, of uh, uh, Sodor. Sodor. Um, and. You know the the whole lot of it was right, uh-huh. but of course, the scientist was like, you know what i I feel my responsibility, I understand my responsibility for what we did, and what we did was wrong. I should use my powers for good now, you know, I should use my powers by giving Thomas by arming Thomas, this new yeah. newly rebelling." Um uh this newly rebelling train yeah. with six enormous human legs and a face <laughs> capable of screaming.
2: Hang on. <laughs> Hang on a minute, wait a minute. What if that scientist, right, is the one who blew the whistle on Dr. Moreau Topham Hat, right? <laughs> yep. And so when the Fat Controller was exiled to this island and brought all of his entourage along with him like a deposed king being buried with his servants or whatever, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's what I'm getting at. That scientist is Thomas. That scientist was played by Ringo Starr. Topham oh Hatt made him into the train. He, like, put his face, grafted, stretched it, put it on the train, right? Yes. But before it happened, this scientist set in motion... The the science and the machinery and the the vats that are generating the legs that will be attached. So all he has to do as a train is you know (laughs) back into the little sidings or wherever it is and just be fitted with it. Like the machines are already there. So Mm -hmm. you know he called the fat controller's bluff. He had something set up. So it's like and the bluff that he called him wasn't. He didn't set it up so he could be turned. Back from a train into a bloke. No, he just had caterpillar legs attached to him. <laughs> these massive, hairy human legs. i
1: tell you what, though. I, I actually think I can bake this into a story. Good. Back on... Back, like, way back when, he was this scientist, right? He got turned into a, a, a train. So Topham Hat got cancelled for it, sent over. He gets taken with him as property, right? Yeah. So Topham Hat is planning his revenge on the United Kingdom. Yeah. Converting all the other trains... Yeah. into war machines yeah right so, so top of hat the fat controller is going to drive all the other trains back to Britain and and and, and wage a war in the meantime Thomas has broken his shackles he he'd made those vats so that each individual train could have a pair of legs yeah so that like that's why there were so many legs is because he, he was growing those vats so that they could but all the other trains have been taken over they have been sort of like turned into bad versions of themselves oh, into these war versions
2: that's what diesel is
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> it turns you bad yeah so Thomas has to make use of everything that he had made before and implant all of the legs onto himself
2: what <laughs> <laughs> he ends up with everyone's legs
0: yeah <laughs> and I think I think he fights I, I think uh, the fight controller gets in gets in the the thing that was making the big legs and, and grows himself big he's just like well oh. if, I, if I can't attack the United Kingdom with my giant war steam engines yeah. then I'll do it myself and he, he yeah. jumps in the thing gets real big and, wait. and starts wait 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 wait, wait 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 wait
2: this but then is he how can't it. this is how he becomes fat, because <laughs> <laughs> it's his origin story. because he was already
1: called the controller because his just, plan involved controlling the traits. Because he was
2: controlling everyone's brains and he wanted to control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Thomas, what he's found a problem that he has is that like after a certain amount of legs, you can't really move. Because none of no. the legs have any room to move at all. Like They're all just knocking against each other. You're just like a, a solid block of leg that he's got. That's
1: under. where you're wrong, you see, Dave. Because <laughs> yeah. what, he, what Thomas has managed to do is attach the legs onto the outside of the wheels... Knees down, so, Arms so up, as rah, he, as, rah, rah. as as the um, as the wheels rotate, the legs are going down onto the ground. They're spinning like wheels, because he's locomoting with his with his feet, kind of like slowly going around and round, <laughs> like a windmill. Yeah, exactly. And that's the he's opening win-
2: the opening to the whole thing is it's that shot of the windmill from the start of Thomas the Tank Engine with just human legs. <laughs>
1: And, and some, when it goes fast enough, eventually it turns into the kind of Sonic-style spinner, yeah. uh, where, where it just turns into a circle.
2: I still don't quite understand what you meant by knees down. What am I supposed to be picturing here?
1: The hip is pointing outwards from the from the wheel, from, from the kind of from the spokes of the wheel, and then it's the knees are bent downwards. Right, so the foot is on uh, toward the ground. So each one
2: is like hopping. The tr- the train is hopping with multiple legs. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. So exactly.
2: A- so there's a hip, a hob, a hip. <laughs> Here's another way that we could a- that we could like augment Thomas the Tank Engine so, with the use of a load of legs. He's got hold of right. What if he adds loads of carriages to the back of him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does attach legs to all of those carriages, uh, so yeah. it- so it is like a massive centipede, right? But then, he curls up the top one round like a scorpion's tail, attaches it to the front of him, and now he's this giant wheel.
1: A wheel of legs. And
2: the legs are coming off it, going (laughs) da-da-da-da-da, and he's just, (laughs) this giant (laughs) wheel rolling along the landscape.
1: Yeah but in but in the final battle of course as the, as he's rolling towards the vat controller who's now this bloated arms everywhere yeah. sort of a cannon growing out of his oh, chest sort oh, of thing Oh before
2: this happened he was called the vat controller he no, he <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And as he's doing that, this wheel kind of rolls past, and he's like, "What are you, you crazy being?" And a sheen, a skin of like a, a skin stretches across the front of the entire wheel of trains, and out of it, <laughs> it's me, giant Thomas the Tank Engine's face. It's me,
2: giant Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the first time and the audience like cheers because that's the first time he's called himself Thomas the Tank Engine because like, <laughs> yeah. until now he's been like I'm Thomas the scientist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's uh... it's me. He Thomas
2: always goes the peep, Tank peep, Engine. Though. Yeah. Well, it means turn the page. <laughs> this is
1: the first time this ungodly creature has formed a face out of the space between every carriage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and they all up till
0: then, that's when they go, yeah! He's been the wheel
2: for quite a long time, and it's a process. (laughs) Like, the skin has to take a while to get over there. So, we've seen it, like, (laughs) extrude from the carriages, we've seen it start to creep over for a while this network of like blood vessels and stuff has, <laughs> <laughs> has like grown out to meet in the middle like spokes
1: <laughs> and and the of course the um the the government of the UK is about to fire missiles yeah. at this strange being this strange wheel but as the as it at the last minute it grows across to become Thomas the tank engine and then Millie Bobby Brown who's involved somehow yeah. says that's Thomas the tank engine. he's good. He's yeah. fighting against the VAT controller, the VAT controller. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah the, it's all fine at that
2: point. And then it's fine. So all all that was required was for Thomas's massive face to appear in a huge wheel. And then it's all fine, <laughs> with with one exception, which is Thomas himself, who's now doomed to, to, like, he can't rest. He has to roll and scamper, otherwise his face yeah. will tear apart.
1: <laughs> He's got to roll around as his giant wheel forever. We don't address it until the sequel. That's the film in which the face has to kind of rip in half for him to get back to normal. Um, uh, and that's got a significantly higher age rating.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Forty minutes of it is just the face tearing in half while <laughs> Ringo Starr screams.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: this really hurts.
2: Oh. Hey, I just Ow. laughed the intro to the Mario Land tune. Did you hear that? <laughs> listen, listen back <laughs> yeah. on the recording, Matt. I just oh, accidentally I laughed the intro to Mario Land. <laughs>
0: So, thank you for all those honourable mentions. I hope uh, I hope you enjoyed all of those. Uh, we now move on to our final major pitch, which is from Reese Howell, who's given us "Babe." It's just "Babe," not "Babe the Sheep right. Pig" or "Babe no. Pig in the City." This is going back to back to its roots,
1: back to the roots, starting it again. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's not even about a pig. It's just about a babe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: As just about a babe, it's Tim Curry. A bodacious
2: babe.
1: <laughs> I don't know why when 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 you say babe, it just makes me think of Tim Curry saying babe, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> babe.
2: Um, this... Does Tim Curry say babe? No,
1: no point does Tim no. Curry say babe. I just think it's just something he should say. <laughs> babe,
2: <laughs> it's a great honour to be here really with a... you, young babes.
1: Babe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really a you know when I think about you, babes, I think I'm really just a pig in the city
2: uh, <laughs> I'm like a pig in city'm
1: <laughs> like a pig in the city when I'm here with you um, <laughs> to, to just to go over the the franchise itself, babe yeah. um the sheepdog the sheep pig, Um, like yeah. although she called sheepdog pig in the film um <laughs> uh, the uh like first one is literally just about a a pig that yeah. has is friends with a farmer and it shows itself to have the intelligence to provide she- sheepdog services yeah it's just about a pig with a job yep yeah. and uh it ends with like you know in a, in a very s- the smallest amount of peril possible which is to mm. say a sheepdog show like a, a yeah. you know a, a, a competition can this pig
2: round up these sheep? <laughs> the thing that the pig has spent the film being able to do.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's the first one. Pig in the City, very different.
2: I haven't seen Pig in the City. You may have to fill me in.
1: It's worth noting that uh, during Babe... All the f- animals can talk at all times to, to Babe. Yep. Um, uh, of course, they can't talk to the farmer. No, um, that would be madness. I believe... During Pig in the City, uh, yeah. some kind of mistake occurs that ends up with Babe heading to a city wherein this pig finds itself in a house with a lot of other farm animals that an old lady used to keep. Um, uh-huh. And the animals don't want to leave their home. Is the, is the, and so they have to pretend that they are... This house is still being lived in by a person. I think that's that's pig in the city's right. sort of general thrust.
2: Why is that in the city? Is that where the house is?
1: Your house is in the city. Yeah, yeah. That um, sounds like doesn't sound like the sort of place where you would set
2: a film about a load of animals that yeah. live in the house.
1: I agree, but in in, in that time period, to, things that were number two just ended up in the city. They had to be in the city.
2: It was very <laughs> important. Yeah, pick a city if you want, but it's got to be a city.
1: So essentially, the conceit of Babe. Just the, the the franchise babe is that animals are just slightly more intelligent than they are and talk to each other like humans do. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah, all yeah, we yeah. actually need. If, but there is a theme of animals doing jobs or passing themselves off as other as as more kind of like you know humanisk, uh, humanistic, humanesque human uh, is humanesque creatures than they are. Anthropomorphic. Yeah, very much yeah. so. So it's how? Kind of like we... Toy Story, in it. A little bit, yeah. I mean, how do we reboot that? How do we
0: reboot Babe? We make Babe a superhero. (laughs) (laughs) And have it it joined to other animal superheroes. We make it the Babe cinematic universe.
1: Well, you don't have to have superheroes to make a cinematic universe. No, you don't.
2: What if we just observe all of the different pigs? Because you've got your Charlotte's Web pig, right? Yeah. And you've got Babe that's the start of an idea isn't it they've got different powers already one of them can control sheep one of them is controlled by a spider
1: (laughs) but but that's the thing right like it doesn't have to just be pigs because if we take the consideration that babe is a movie about a pig that does a job then you can just have other animals that do
0: other jobs yeah what's that one about that pigeon that can predict the horse races.
1: <laughs> it's the octopus that does the World Cup. That, yeah, that's a yeah, whole yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: the octopus yeah. that does the World Cup.
1: <laughs> he predicts the World Cup. So we've got an octopus that is like a bookie's like assistant.
2: Yeah. There's there's a little lobster that is uh, Fred Flintstone's shaver.
1: <laughs> there's a pelican. There's a cement mixer. It's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: The the octopus. I don't think he works at the bookies. I think I think the octopus works at the bookies. Like the oh, octopus like makes a living from yeah. being able to predict football scores.
1: Well, that mm. okay. So here's here's the thing. We this is a modern incarnation. So the the octopus is of course online grifting essentially right yeah. making those predictions he's been left alone with the, with the computer and <laughs> <laughs> sort of they can be committing identity fraud l- anytime they yeah, like
2: just log into the ladbrooks app
0: <laughs> i mean is, yeah, I mean, is ladbrooks one what's that I, i'm i'm glad that the internet is a thing for this octopus because i reckon if an octopus walked into a <laughs> bookies it'd just be escorted out
1: well, you know, like. you have to have
2: to, it's caught it out. They're be like, sorry, sir. You're, yeah. not welcome here. you're
1: gonna have to leave. Uh. And then, like, just, just squirts ink and runs. Um, yeah. <laughs> the um yeah, I mean I, I think we we flash back to that, right? We we flash back to <laughs> a a when we meet the octopus, obviously, who's gonna be the hacker of this situation. Um whatever it is we're doing with it. We flash back to the old days where where Ollie the Octopus used to walk into a a Ladbrokes and fail (laughs) to get served.
0: The Octopus is in like a tank in this person's house and every now and then the guy who lives there comes to the keyboard and it's just covered in water. (laughs) This is the third keyboard I've had to buy this week. (laughs) Yeah, my bank account balance is
1: really good we have to in order to reboot this whole thing we have to face the fact that it is hard for an animal to both spend and make money and that is generally why we do jobs
2: or right it used to be but then the pandemic hit like all the shops updated for contactless stuff so now all an octopus needs to do really is you know pickpocket he could just reach into a pocket get a credit card out debit card and just boop a machine as it goes past if
0: only for the fact that it wasn't an octopus moving around a crowded area
2: here are the ways in which an octopus could definitely do this yeah number one they're incredibly flexible and very light i don't think if you had an octopus attached to your trouser leg you'd notice straight away right probably yeah. some depends on the size of the octopus right that's, that's one thing so this guy can be like you know what I mean? He can be like do like imagine the way Spider-Man moves between buildings, but moving between people. Like yeah. he can be wriggling in and out of every Number 2, an octopus is so like it doesn't I don't think it has a bones in it anywhere. It's all just yeah. muscle. So it can squash into any crack and crevice. Yeah. It can get into any secret area. Number 3, it's one of those octopuses and here I pause to admit that I don't know if any octopuses can do this, but I think I have seen it that can change color to match their surroundings. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So it's one of those ones, like when you see the footage of just like, this appears to just be a, a, a rock on the floor of the sea. Blah, 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 blah. No, there's an octopus on it. He's doing that. So this invisible thing is like silently web-slinging through crowds. Well, that's...
1: That is the perfect thief. That's, that's how we introduce Ollie the octopus. Basically, babe helps animals integrate into the human world and find their way without human masters. So so like for instance, Babe gets out to the aquarium. I don't have a thrust of this. I just have like this scene. Babe gets to the aquarium and uh, is like, okay, I'm here to meet Ollie the octopus, looks at the aquarium tank, and it's completely empty. Of course, mm. Babe, wearing a moustache and a hat, so, yeah, yeah. That it, so that he looks like a uh, a, a, man, a person, yeah. yeah, on top of a stalk
0: that is like mm. it's waddling around like flippers yeah. on the floor. Yeah. We we
1: we can all fill in those blanks,
2: but um, yeah. the uh, no, wait, he doesn't need to do that. He doesn't need to do that. We've established that this is like, you know pandemic times so oh yeah. he's got a, he's got a mask on nobody can tell you to yeah he's yeah. got
1: a mask on that's true um so uh <laughs> just walking he's... around on four little trotters yeah, yeah like um, regular people like we all do enjoying yeah the pandemic. but he's got a mask on <laughs> um the tank is empty and um babe's like what the hell i'm, I'm, I'm here to meet ollie the octopus and then whoever is, his little friend is says oh you just wait and then um, someone is, so, a human, is peering right, through the tank, is. right? They've got their, they've got their um, eyes up against the, the tank. They're looking through, trying to find the octopus. Like, it says it's the octopus tank. What's going on? And then, like, they're wearing, like, a hoodie. And then the hood just sloughs off the back of this hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> and it just lands on the ground with a wallet in it uh, and it like as, as ollie the octopus just sort of like decamouflages and has been clinging onto the back of this person as they leave dis- disappointed with the fact that there's no octopus in the room um and... oh
2: matt you've really tickled me with the phrase whoever his little friend is says this <laughs> like i just i want to read a screenplay that has that <laughs> in it
1: and then every really? little friend is <laughs> i mean we, we there's got to be a little friend if little friend is necessitated by the the yeah. setting of that scene um it's like when dave you know in star trek uh, scripts yeah. they just write tech in big block no capitals babble. yeah
2: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. in
1: big capitals yeah his little friend yeah
2: his little friend okay look let's just consolidate two pigs babe and the charlotte's web pig are the same pig his little friend is charlotte the spider
1: yeah yes of course yeah that's a good idea and and charlotte knows because spiders can more easily live in a human dominated environment um charlotte has been sort of knows all these contacts she's got a web of contacts Throughout, mm. the, uh, throughout the throughout the the city and throughout the human <laughs> society, so she yeah. knows. But she knows that like Babe has is is kind of on this crusade to be like us animals who can all talk to each other. We can form a role in our society. You know, we can create something uh, outside of, of 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 humanity that we can uh, that that that's good. Babe, in many ways, is a kind of Captain America of this situation, right? <laughs> a, a very much. Believes in the best for everyone and doesn't want revenge on the humans for a, for their mistreatment of animals or or yeah. anything. Just wants to you know perform a role and create their own little animal society. But of course, yeah, just many... wants to
2: herd up some sheep. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but Grand of course, up some sheep. many many of the uh, yeah, absolutely that that herding mentality. Um, but uh, of course, in the Babe movies, it is assumed that all animals, like every animal we see, can talk in mm. Babe. Yeah, to to other animals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that what
2: it is, or is it that Babe grew up on a farm so he can talk to sheep, and that's a new Well, no, I suppose most pigs grow up on farms, really. Don't
1: they? Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's that the the Babe could talk to sheep and talk to dogs. And dogs, yeah, yeah. yeah. But again, that's
2: another farm animal. Is it? Universe- Could an octopus talk to a farm animal?
1: Yeah. <laughs> we- yeah. the question we're going to answer
2: in this film. Why not?
1: Why, why the hell not? That's yeah. There's no <laughs> point putting language barriers in there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Apart from apart from Ollie the octopus is French, but we're we not going to talk about that. Um, <laughs>
2: yeah. Hello. Hello. Or at least, or at least he is as soon as he puts on his little fake twirly mustache. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Beret. And, they,
1: and they go for a wanderer a tottering wander around the streets in a, in a, in a trench coat. Um, yeah. It's like that
0: bit in The Matrix where he's telling them about the Matrix, and they're walking through the city.
1: <laughs> it's yeah. just them wobbling, like, <laughs> just wobbling through a crowded street, <laughs> pretending to be humans. Um, yeah. And yeah, so I, I think after the old farmer died. So this is a, this is a reboot, like that assumes that everyone has seen Babe. Yeah, I mm. guess. Um, That'll do, pig. That'll do babe. Oh yeah, that's a good point. We wants him curry in it. Oh that would <laughs> I mean, be dead. Maybe he's the old no, farmer. No, he's the new farmer.
2: Oh he's the, the new, new farmer. farmer. Yeah, the old farmer died because I don't know. I don't know. He babe was babe old. Pushed him off a cliff. He was yeah, an there you old farmer.
1: Yeah. Um and, and you know, cause cause that's the thing, the, the old farmer was Babe's friend, right? Yeah. Like he was good to him, and and like he was good to everyone and all that kind of thing. Whereas this new farmer, played by Tim Curry, is an absolute villain. Yeah, you know,
0: he he kills the pigs,
2: <laughs> makes them. What kind of farmer would do a thing like that? I,
0: I don't know. I <laughs> Tim Curry, this this new farmer, and and Babe's like, we gotta go save these pigs. Let them know that one, they're good for something other than. Uh, other than being meat, yeah. uh, I, like I can herd sheep. Maybe maybe one of them could probably do accounting or something like that.
2: You know, <laughs> yeah. dream big. Dream big. <laughs> that, work- that works in real life because some humans, not me, but some humans are able to do accounting. Whereas I can walk around in a big circle around some sheep if I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, one of them could be a
0: lawyer. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the world's their oyster. That oyster, incidentally, could also be a lawyer. Be a lawyer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... A loyster. A loyster. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the end credits um, For the for the film that's
2: coming up The loyster <laughs> The end credits Like the, at, the, at the end of the film The last line is And the world's our oyster And that oyster could be a lawyer And then just the word loyster Comes up on the screen And the credits start
1: I, I must And I'm, I don't know if you, you, I, you I don't know if you do this Like see words in front of your face But that's the ugliest word I have ever seen Loyst.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How are you spelling it, man?
1: L A W Y S T E R. It's disgusting.
2: Loist. It's
1: disgusting.
2: L-A-W-Y-S-T-E-R.
0: Utterly disgusting. So, right, so I think we've got a, a plot here. What is um, it? We've, we've got an idea. Us. And I think it is breaking these pigs out of old Tim Curry's farm.
2: Breaking them out of old Tim Curry's. <laughs> Whenever you see an old Tim Curry, there might be a pig trapped in him.
1: <laughs> so, Break him
0: just to make sure. Yeah. So Tim Curry has set out all these traps because Tim Curry knows they're coming.
1: Right, uh, so it's like a, it's like a reverse chicken run. They're trying to break in. Yeah, yeah, out.
0: they're trying to. Oh, we'll break, break everyone else out. It's it's like a it's like a heist movie, but uh, but the the sort of gold is is pigs to let loose. Tim Curry's set a load of traps because he knows they're coming. He's like, oh, that pig, that spider, and that octopus better not come round here. <laughs> he's
1: immediately aware of all three of them.
0: Yeah, because they've made the news. They've made the news. Of, there's a news report of, like, oh, yeah, like, some masked animals. I We think an octopus, a spider, and a pig uh, broke into the farm and released all the pigs. They've done this before. They've done this before. We think,
2: we yeah. think it's an octopus, a spider, and a pig. It did have masks
0: <laughs> This artist's sketch, it's just, like, a like a crude drawing of a spider and then just the same drawing but bigger <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then a pepper Pig
1: next to <laughs> and then and then like uh, someone a scientist walks on screen and says Yes, you see, uh, analysing this footage, it, it does appear to just simply be three very COVID-conscious individuals. But as we can see, they are not staying over two metres apart, which renders that as something of an illusion. <laughs> and the news broadcaster's like, thank you, and, and thank God those
0: pigs were taken from that farm. They were about to be murdered. <laughs> the yes. monster farmer who wanted to eat those poor innocent pigs
1: uh Pink james nesbitt's there james nesbitt's there in a, in a police uniform he says yes it's uh under under uh investigation we uh have ha, searched this farm that the all these pigs have been let out of and it does seem that there were quite a, a few implements that uh could have led uh, that lead us to believe that these pigs were indeed in danger of their lives <laughs> And, and where are those pigs now? We, uh, at the moment, are, are, are on the trail of the uh, the escaped pigs, of course, to just uh, to, to offer them uh, the, the the best care that we can afford them, perhaps find them a new farm to live in, wherein that hopefully uh, a more respectful farmer won't kill them.
0: <laughs> and they'll be given training uh, to go on <laughs> to, to hopefully
1: get... Prosperous careers. <laughs> so, so part of the conceit of this world is that nobody knows that palmers are, uh, are making meat by killing pigs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like no, it's a world in which no one knows how, literally, how the sausage gets made. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so they're breaking into Tim Curry's. Uh, <laughs> Tim Curry's watching this news broadcast? Like, oh, they better not come round here. That pig, that octopus, and that spider. I've got my big bulldozer which I drive around my farm
1: (laughs) that seems seems needlessly destructive (laughs) we we that's
2: the sound of him going around with his bulldozer
1: (laughs) we
0: yes other than the bulldozer what because I've come up with a trap uh, <laughs> oh, bull, the Bulldozer was a
1: trap! I see! Yeah, yeah. It's not just his mode of transportation. And <laughs> needlessly. Destructive, and crushing slow. all of his
2: crops. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it is. It is. He's uh, poly He's got this <laughs> giant. There's no grass or anything uh, at his farm. He's all like, he's all industry, and this bulldozer's got like, like snorting, snorting <laughs> nostrils on the yeah. front of it. It's it got, is, like, it, but it's shaped like a
1: giant pig. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a warthog or something, you know. It's what the got traps as he laid
0: for, for Babe and pals.
2: He's got George Foreman grills everywhere that snapshot, like uh, <laughs> you know, like bear traps.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, got that exploding cabbage patch. Yeah. Um, or if you touch a cabbage, it explodes. So they've got to do like you know those uh, those uh, lasers, laser beam bits. Got, yeah. But it's with with a pig a spider his- and.
2: It's not just his cabbage patch, like, all of his crops. Everything yeah. he produces on the farm is rigged to explode if anyone goes near him. <laughs> and, and he's that's gonna he's come, not a good farmer.
1: <laughs> that's going that's gonna to come to the final act twist, which is to say that all the pigs are also... Because yeah. those are also grown on the farm, are yeah. also laced with... Oh, no. You know, well, with
0: well, if TNT. I can't have my crops, nobody can. <laughs> if someone tries to steal them, then they're all going up in flames. Same with my pigs.
1: He says to the reporter, he's like, these these <laughs> criminals are never going to get any of my crops that I love dearly. Wink. It's the same
0: reporter who was there and being sympathetic to the pigs that had been let go on the previous farm, but is now indifferent to the pigs that Tim Curry has.
1: Well, because Tim Curry hasn't told them that he wants to kill them for, for meat. yeah nobody could ever guess this this man who's doing a big evil wink at the camera is 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 actually cultivating pigs for meat and not to become valued members of society
0: Mm, hmm yeah I think one of them's going moving on to a diploma later on this year he lies
1: (laughs) he says he lies (laughs) I lie (laughs) he lied he, he does a sort of a side thing where he puts his hand to the side and goes, he lied. Um, yeah. he, and, does, uh, he does
0: uh, Kevin Spacey in House of Cards.
1: He looks at the camera and goes,
0: they fell for it.
1: He said that to the camera. Therefore, he's now on the map of Babe, Charlotte and Ollie the Octopus. <laughs> as well as any other incidental characters we come up with jobs for them to have. In yeah. the meantime,
2: is there anyone else on that list we can think of? Because now would be a great time for them to burst in as a big final cameo. You know, like like the big surprise appearance near the end. Like... Tony
0: Hawk. <laughs> Tony the Hawk, yeah, skateboarding, skateboarding Hawk. Hawk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who didn't want to become a uh, a predator, an apex predator
1: just a just a skateboarder. Uh... The loyster actually helped him get into the competitions because it, when it was proved that he could do a, a full loop-de-loop loop 600 times yeah. after yeah. just skating off one ramp, the establishment didn't want him to compete on in any of the skating competitions. No. Um, but, you know, he, he won that legal case um, thanks in large part to the loyster. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, so Tony the Hawk comes in to help. Uh, the loyster... Is uh, it turns out the loyster is working for Tim Curry?
1: Oh no, it could, because because uh, the Loysters gotten to such a high rung of society that actually uh, mm. they can they are are, are culpable in in, so in many of a, the society's the hills. morally
0: grey uh, thing of the of the animals of Jobs universe
1: that will be exploited f- uh, exploited <laughs> that will be explored fully in the in the cloister um, spin off show. Um, well, it'd it's be, it'd be
0: the, the, the cloister and Tony the Hawk. It's yeah. it's like our our Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tony the um, Hawk
0: and the Cloister.
1: So they they break into this heavily explosive farm, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and I think with the, the rest of this plays out a little bit like a heist movie, right? They mm. get in there, Tim Curry seems to have the last laugh. He's captured them all in t- in cages, but then uh, it's kind of revealed that um, it's actually Tim Curry who's who thinks Tim Curry thinks he's in a safe. I don't know. He- he's safe in his bulldozer, but actually they've they've moved all of the explosives into the trunk of his bulldozer, oh. and when he presses the button to de- to detonate them, uh, he instead is the one who has exploded. Well, th- this is the thing.
0: He. Um... Uh, he's having a chat with Babe. Babe's like, "Oh my god, you've rigged all the other pigs to blow." And he's like, "Yes, you didn't think I have would have a fail safe, did you?" I and, thought
1: I thought that in the Babe cinematic universe, humans couldn't talk to animals.
0: <laughs> well, this is this is another twist at the yeah, of the end of the movie.
2: This is this. this <laughs> Tim Curry grew up on a farm. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes and um, and Babe's just like well that's where we have our ace in the hole as well and it's it's um, uh, Ollie the Octopus on Tim Curry's computer tapping away I've disabled all the bombs except one Tim Curry's bulldozer
2: I know I know I know I know who yep. we need a surprise cameo from at the end Yeah, Nelly the Elephant she <laughs> She's a circus performer. She does all sorts of cool stuff, acrobatic yeah. stuff. She's the one who acrobats around. She's got a trapeze set up. She's the one who acrobats down and picks all the carrots that are going to explode and all yeah. of the cabbages and puts them in the the into the bulldozer.
1: Yeah, yeah. Be carefully <laughs> balancing them as they as they, on 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 her trunk. Yep. Uh, oh she packs them all inside her trunk in so her they can't trunk. get oxygen, yeah.
0: Ironically, Nelly the elephant's the contortionist. <laughs> Every heist team needs a contortionist, as we all know. <laughs> yeah. And she can get stuff in her trunk. Tim Curry is like, you're bluffing, and then presses the ignition on his uh on his bulldozer. The bulldozer explodes. And uh, they now just... That's their base of
1: operations. I think, um, you know, one thing this is definitely missing is, is a sidekick for Tim Curry, who is a dog. A mm. sheepdog. Um, a that's right, we haven't
2: cast the part of whoever Tim Curry's friend is.
1: Yeah, a uh, little whoever friend. Whoever Tim Curry's um, little friend is, yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> which is, of course, a sheepdog that um, wants to be sausages. Because... Um, <laughs> He saw he saw Babe on the news, this this pig who's able to was able yeah. to do the job of a sheepdog. And um this border collie is is just yeah, furious it. that this well, the universe
2: isn't true. This is one of the cameos, He's that dog that said sausages on that's life or whatever it was <laughs> yeah,
1: that yeah, sausages yeah. on. So that's Babe. Um uh, that, yeah. that was that was the the, the rebooted cinematic universe of Babe. Yep. I'm sure it'll be exactly as successful as Ghostbusters 2020, 2021. <laughs> 2020, 2020,
2: 2020,
0: 2020, So thank you all for listening. Hope if, if you enjoyed Babe, um, then go listen to more of our stuff. Uh, if you enjoyed Babe the film, probably we should apologise uh, for to
1: so, you yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I but, mean you know uh, it's still around you, 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 nothing's stopping you going back and watching the original game. Yeah, yeah just exactly. because
2: we've done a reboot it doesn't delete every copy of it so you can stop complaining internet Yeah.
1: anyway if you did enjoy it then uh, you can always go over to see, see Dave Dave where can they find you if they want to hear more more oh, right. from you I thought he just meant they can just go over and see Dave and pop around <laughs> to Dave's house yeah, what? I mean, you know you're all vaccinated now you're probably I mean, start yeah. of human attention
2: Yeah, (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Not contact,
1: not friendship, attention. (laughs) I mean, we're doing a podcast. We're all starved of human attention. yeah, Uh.
2: yeah, that's what this is.
1: Yeah, well, all right then. Uh, Yeah,
2: and the evidence for that is I have two podcasts. One, every two weeks, Sonic the Comic, the podcast. That's where we read through the old British Sonic comics where they used to cover other Sega games as well. It's quite interesting. You'll feel like you're living in the past even though as I'm readily informed by my listeners who didn't read STC at the time um you know even if you didn't read the comic you'll still end up feeling like you're back in the 90s and everything's basically fine and if that's you want to feel that's me yeah If you want to feel basically fine, then go and look for that. Sonic the Comic, the podcast, I make that with Chris McFeely off of Transformers The Basics on YouTube. Uh, I have another one called Serious Disney that I make with Jahan Ranasingh from Serious Disney, the podcast. Serious Disney is a podcast I make with Jahan Ranasingh off of Serious Disney, the podcast in which we talk about Disney and the weird things they do and their odd reboots that nobody likes. There we go. I'm Demon Tomato Dave on Twitter.
1: I've said it before and I'll say it again. Serious Disney continues to be the hardest podcast to describe. <laughs> <laughs> that is still really good. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, if you uh, if you if you enjoyed that, go to all of those places. Um, I know I certainly did, and can't recommend them enough. Um, if you want to help us then just tell your friends. I mean, that's the best thing you can do. Your, you, you listener, are the marketing arm of this podcast. I've said it before, I'll say it again. We have no marketing budget. We are just two people who like doing this and making this this kind of podcast, but we can we can post about it and stuff, but it seems less genuine when, we, when it comes from us. If a recommendation comes from us, it's like, it's my podcast. We've got a vested interest. You telling someone, it's just like... I like this thing it's a good recommendation it comes out mm. kind of nice and clean um, so do that but if you want to help us continue the podcast in it itself, if you want to make it better, if you want to help us um, to continue surviving, then uh, you can always go over to Patreon and give us a little bit of money each month um, to kind of fund it. And uh, a load of people do that uh, over on patreon.com forward slash lives of pitch podcast. You can give as little as a dollar a month to help us out. And it gets you a, a vote on the genre that we do each week. You also get your name read out at the end of every episode so here is the best part of the podcast as everyone knows the one that everyone <laughs> waits for um, the uh, the one where we write, read out a bunch of people's real actual names no laughing that is brandon spanky mills ross originals and his 400 baby dragons waiting to be plot relevant mr bisque we're getting reports of a crack team trying to stop you in the past jeremy l kyan stephen d thomas fingers to hand Pime Trimester, the timeulator is detecting a second time warp, and it's not us. James Delaney, Brames D. Tom Kayam. We can't stop the wussk heap born alone. We need a hero. We need Brent Black. Really? Him? But will he answer our call? 400 approacheth. All will rise. All will pull. Frankly, this name thing is getting silly. We need more normal names, like Joseph Hegarty. Pentvis, come quickly. Paulvin is appearing all over the tot- sodding time screen. What do we do? Grunel Itch, then contact. Cancer Mancer, he can talk to crabs. Jimmy, you're right. The Biskvengers is coming along nicely, but we're a bit too safe for work. We need Alex NSFW. Carl, not only are you immune to jumbling, your bone marrow seems to reverse jumbulation, we have to harvest you. Nikki H cracking the digital mainframe that doesn't mean anything davy why don't you just try a forgotten password request riley matt here's a pitch (laughs) it's a podcast in which we pitch movie ideas at each either eden mw tom by jove you've cracked it send it to the podcast printy press thing and get us on spotify And that's that's all the the people's real names that that you know you have to thank for this podcast continued existence. All
2: of them. But I am now on this podcast often enough that I'm starting to hear some repeats that haven't been changed into new funny ones yet. So (laughs) get on it, patrons.
0: (laughs) It's time for a <laughs> new Time to update
2: a couple of those names, yeah. We
0: are, we are 75 episodes off 400, so I'm, I'm wondering what's going to happen over the next 75
2: episodes. <laughs> yeah, well, it's all building up to something.
0: <laughs> Thank you to everyone on that list. You are amazing. And we end the show as we always do with the Yes, Very Clever Award, where someone's given us a title based around an existing title and just had a bit of fun with it, which I, I guess this week would be quite hard to do. Um, but I just really <laughs> like this one from Bisconator Starch Fate. Uh, they've given us X Fast, X Furious X. Zen to the Xander Zone. <laughs> All spelt with X's.
1: <laughs> Zen to the Xander Zone. I love it. Uh... I love it
0: too. And I've been
2: Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. And I've been Dave Bulmer. And what? I'm forgetting something. I need to... Remember who (laughs) (laughs) pitched (laughs) it
1: He's such a goon